up and welcome to Designated Reports Boxing Podcast, episode 21. We are your hosts. My name is Louie. That is Gene. Yo. What up, boy? What's good, man? No, ain't shit. Ain't so, shit. Summertime is here. New York City lit. You know what? You know how New York does it? Act like it's summer and then it goes back to winter. Facts. Like, you know, just like 90 degrees. Now it's just like 60. 60. I'm in a hoodie and some sweatpants. Um, yo, there's been a lot of news in boxing lately, so we wanted to get this episode in. Tons of news. Tons of news. Um, some stuff expected, some stuff not expected. Mm-hmm. So let's jump right into the not expected. Um, just a couple of days ago, we heard that Errol Spence, I was about to say Terrence Crawford, because <laughs> you know, you know where we're going to go with that, yeah. Errol Spence Jr. will be fighting Manny Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. We didn't see it coming. What are your thoughts? And let me know what you think about the fight in general. What are my thoughts? Yo, when I first saw the, uh, the pic on Twitter, I thought somebody was like pranking. Right, you thought I it was a meme or like some fake shit, right? I thought it was a meme. I did ass thought it was a meme, right? Not to, like, this shit came out of... Left field. Left field. Right? Um, I mean, it's, it's probably going to go down as the best fight of the year. Biggest fight, for sure. The best fight de- de- depends on if they show up and actually get down. You know what I'm saying? But 100%. What did what, what, you just say? The biggest fight. You said if they decide to throw down? Like if they decide to actually like go in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, like, you know who's fighting? Pac-Man yeah, and I, Errol Spence. But listen, we're going to get into oh, okay. it. We're going to get into it. All right? okay. So obviously we're both surprised. Now, uh, we had just mentioned this. Al Heyman, we got to give him his props. Props. Because he's the one that came through and really made this deal happen. And he did it under the radar. So you've been seeing all these dudes using each other's name to stay, I guess, relevant mm-hmm. while they don't have a fight. And there was some of that going on with Pacquiao because he talked. They, they were talking about him fighting... Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia. Mikey Garcia. Mar- Mikey Garcia. <laughs> Terrence Crawford first. Yep. Then Spence. And then it all kind of disappeared over the last several weeks. And then, bam, we got this. So I got to ask you, even outside of this fight, even if he wins this fight, it's mm-hmm. going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be huge. But where do you think Manny Pacquiao's legacy stands before this fight? Top 10. Based, based off okay. who he beat, his opponents that he fought, at the height of his career, he fought everyone. Right? If he wins this fight, top five. Yo, it, you it, can't, like, look at the resume. The, let me read this off real quick <laughs> to talk about his resume, all right? So, <clears throat> get my reading voice. So, Pacquiao is the only boxer in history to win 12 major world titles mm. in eight different weight divisions. He is also the first boxer in history to win the linear championship in five different weight divisions, as well as being the first boxer in history to win major world titles in four of the eight original weight divisions of boxing, also known as the glamorous divisions, flyweight, featherweight, lightweight, and welterweight. I mean, the dude's been busy. Look, the only thing I don't like about that (laughs) is that you know there's a million belts out right now. Right? It's almost like wrestling, the WCW Intercontinental Champion Tag Team. There's way too many belts in boxing, but you still can't take away from the fact that he went on to win it. And again, going back to the main point, at the height of his career, he fought everyone from Cotto to Mayweather to Oscar De La Hoya, you know, and, and he won everything except for the Floyd fight. And um, he had four epic fights with um, Marquez. Marquez, you yeah. know. So again, at the height of it, he fought everyone, but to see him at 42 years of age and still fighting the best fighters. His last two fights was Keith Thurman and A.B., uh-huh. you know? Mm-hmm. So if he wins this, how could you? How, how is he not in your top five? 
Yeah, man. And, you know, for somebody who's argued against Pacquiao for a long time, mm -hmm. this is probably going more back like five, six years ago. Like, I think if you look at the accumulation of his, his resume, at the very least, you know he's going to go up against anybody. So I, I think I'm right there with you mm -hmm. with the top 10. If he beats Errol Spence Jr. at the age of 42, Shit. I mean, you might just have to, like you said, throw him in that top five. It's definitely going to be debatable, but, like, if you look at his resume, the fighters that he's fought, and, like, at his age, like, he's over 70 fights. Yeah. There's not too many dudes walking yeah. around with, you know, 70 bodies on him like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so certainly, um, definitely top 10, and arguably, depending on what happens. But going, um, but going to that point that you just made, when you said that you always argued kind of against Pac-Man, and I've done the same thing, but those arguments stems from the, com uh, the comparison to Floyd Mayweather. Like, I, I felt like for a little bit of a period of time, they fought seven or eight of the same similar opponents, and they both won, but for some reason, I always felt like Floyd didn't get his just due. It was always like, oh, Oscar's older, oh, Mosley's washed up, but every time Pac-Man would fight him, you know, everyone would say, oh, this guy's a great champion, and I think seven out of eight times, he fought those opponents after Mayweather did. Yes. So my only knock on Pac-Man throughout, throughout the history was more in relative in regards to people not giving Floyd the respect that Pac-Man gets. But aside from that, like you can't argue to me that he's not a top ten fighter. Yeah, no, nah, you know, I, I think the one thing that I used to argue back then when I it was more the eyeball test. Okay. What I mean by that is like when you see Pac-Man, he actually does a lot of things wrong. And if you look at something like the point that you made, if you look at some of the guys that Mayweather's fought. Versus who Pacquiao's fought, you know, those similar opponents. Mayweather's actually washed the mm -hmm. dudes where Pacquiao's had some struggles. Mm -hmm. You go back to the Marquez fight. Oh, yeah. Marquez looked like an amateur fighter when he was in the ring with Mayweather. And that's coming off two-year retirement. Right. Yeah. To the point where after the big knockout, they asked Marquez if he wanted to fight Mayweather again. He was like, nah, I already tried this. <laughs> You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. you know, that's more so I'm looking at, not just the resume. And you know people love the home run hitters. Right. Pac-Man is flashy. Floyd yeah. is consistent, straightforward, dominant. And he he's became more of a boxer yeah. and a little bit more defensive actually over the last several years versus when he was younger, it was just go, 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 tremendous amount of speed and explosiveness. Yeah. So he relied on that. All right, now, so we obviously mentioned some of the guys that was throwing out there. Terrence Crawford obviously got the short end of the stick. Mm -hmm. You know, how do we feel about that and who do you see him fighting? Because um, obviously he's not getting Spencer or Pacquiao, so... I feel, I feel sad for him, man. That's the only thing I could put it because you have a fighter in the prime of his career who on everybody's list, he's no less than top three pound for pound. Before the Canelo fights, everyone had him number one, right? You can slide him at number two or you can slide him at number three. He's not below a number three pound for pound fighter in my opinion. Yeah. But the knock on his career so far is that he's not getting the big fight, right? And for him to lose out on the Spence... And then to lose out on Pac-Man basically on the same day is bullshit, you know? But it's something about Bob Arum when it comes to Terrence Crawford. I don't feel like he's putting his best foot forward. But who just won this weekend? Was it, it was Josh Taylor, right? Yep. I would make them two fight. So that's what the news is. That's what we're hearing. We're thinking that, you know, being that Josh Taylor, because I think he's undisputed now. I think he got the four belts at 140. Mm -hmm. um, could be wrong about that. We'll fact check. You know, the one thing, like I'm not saying that Josh Taylor is not a, you know, worthy opponent. He's not, you know, uh, A-plus fighter. I think that he's a smaller guy. Mm -hmm. And 
were jumping the gun for him. For Terrence Crawford, like, you know, Terrence Crawford can fight anybody. He's all to me, he's going to be the A side. Mm -hmm. Unless he's fighting Pacquiao. Even before, even with the Spence, I thought he was the A side. And me and you went back and forth about that. So I think that could be a good look because one, it's going to obviously be a big draw. There's some, you know how like this dude is British, mm -hmm. American, yeah, yeah. black, white. So there's some things that like from a, um, you know, I guess from a fandom standpoint, there's a lot of things you can look into or look forward to in terms of bigging up the fight. Okay, but the argument is that Terrence Crawford is not marketable. He's not sellable. How? How is that possible? Like, it, there's nothing about Errol Spence's personality that jumps out where I feel like Terrence Crawford can't be promoted as such. Well, I think that just goes back to what you said in terms of the, the promotional teams. Yeah. Al Heyman's on his fucking job. <laughs> Fact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, even when this dude was gone, like, we were still hearing, with, with recovering from his accident, we were still hearing shit about, you know, Errol Spence Jr. Part of it was because of the accident. But at the same time, like, Errol, Al Heyman is that dude. Yeah. He's probably second behind. You could argue that he might be first to Eddie Hearn right now. Eddie Hearn, yeah. In terms of promoter. 1A, 1B. Right. Now, just that we just mentioned, Eddie Hearn, the big fight that had just been announced, <laughs> right? <laughs> A week later, there was um, some legal issues that had to be already in the works. Facts. So the Tyson Fury-AJ fight was announced. And then all of a sudden, Fury came in with a legal team, blocked it, and said, nah, you fight me. And they already have a date for July 24th. Yeah. All right, so what do we think about the whole, you know, hoopla and, you know, BS with the media about saying that the AJ fight was going to happen? Because clearly, if you look at it now, that shit was never going to happen. It was never going to happen. It's soap opera. This is the heavyweight division is the soap opera division of boxing, right? And... I don't understand how people can shit on Lomachenko for not having a rematch clause, but Wilder has one and you guys are upset. I, in all honesty, is this the fight that we're excited for? Is not, because we already see two. We've seen two of them already. You know, one was a draw, the other one he got washed up. But he was a smart man to have his contract and to have his paperwork mm -hmm. solid and... He seems like he's not stepping aside for any type of money. For him, it's pride. And to, to lose in a fashion that you did, I, I feel where he's coming from. Yeah. But to act like this came out of nowhere and, you know, they got bamboozled. They already got the date and the venue set up. So you knew this was coming down, you know. So if, if anything, just be honest from the get-go. But I can see where AJ's upset about it. Yeah, I mean, but I think he was in on it too. Now, let's go. Let's, let's keep it on that fight. Mm -hmm. Are you excited about the Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder 3. Excited? No, but I'll take it. Um, I, I just want to see more questions. Deontay has more questions. I want to see how he comes back with a new coach, right? And on his Instagram, and I know it's just Instagram. <laughs> yo, my man was, yo, my man, you see Ryan Clark roast him? Yo. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, yo, if the last board joke fitting was too heavy, why are you outside pushing logs? <laughs> and you was on some shit like, yo, you never seen Rocky IV? Yeah. In Rocky IV, he was in a Russian <laughs> training with logs, yeah, right? The difference is this ain't a movie. You but, know I mean, look, he, he has a new coach, and from what they're, in their training videos, it, it looks like they're stimulating uh, Tyson Fury-type movements to get him ready for the fight. It's all, you know, nice and dandy on video and on paper until you got to step into the ring, but motherfucker, but I want to see, did he improve on his skills, right? Is he going to box this time? Is he going to commit to the jab? So on those parts, yeah, I'm excited 
for that just to see how Deontay comes back. And if anything, you'll know at the end of the day, we'll still have an exciting fight. But is this the fight that I really want to see at this stage in the game? Nah. So I'm going to say some funny shit. So there was a meme mm-hmm. that had, um, help me out with him. It had uh, Conor McGregor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It had um, Billy Joe Saunders. Billy Joe Saunders. Miles Goodall. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, from uh, what's his first name? Is it, is it Jorge? Jorge Miles Goodall, yeah. Right? And then. To all those who got knocked out. Yeah. Right? And they're all running around Vegas. And they <laughs> whatever, Versace whatever shirts or the robes and all that. And then the next guy is actually Tyson, Tyson Fury. Fury. So here's what I'm going to say. I think he might be, you know, he might be in his bag too much because he's like before that, when he came off from the layoff of, you know, uh, the drug problems and mm-hmm. all that, he was on it. He was in the gym. He was focused. Lost a bunch of weight. You didn't see him out and about. Mm-hmm. Yo, my man's been all over the place. He, it feels like he's been in Vegas for like two months. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then the fight's in July. Yeah. You know, so what I'm saying is this. I think because Deontay's been low-key. Yeah, he has. Right? So if anything, if this dude is overlooking, we, all we've heard for the last year is AJ, AJ, AJ. Yeah. So if Tyson Fury is overlooking him, because he's already said all the substance that Deontay Wilder has, mm-hmm. he's like, yo, I have it in my pocket. Yeah. So he might be overlooking him, and this dude is the puncher... That can absolutely blow you up. Yeah. So he always has that puncher chance. Am I excited for it? I'm more excited about it now because of the way it came about. Yeah. Because yeah. I was totally unexpected. Yeah. Okay. You know, so is it the fight that I want to see? No, but I actually have more excitement than I really. Only had. thing I have to tell people, don't go <laughs> off Tyson Fury based on how he looks, because he's never gonna be an in-shape boxer like AJ, right? He'll always be a little pudgy. He'll always talk be... talking about physique-wise. Physique-wise, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, so that's why I can't really say, oh, look, he's overweight because he's not training. But that's his body type. Right. You know, like, he's legit six, seven. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so, like you said, don't overlook Wilder. No, you can't. You know what I mean? Especially with that punching power. He's already dropped Fury. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you got to think about... You got to think this, like... He's now fought Fury in two different styles. So at least he knows how to combat those two styles. Can he actually execute it? We don't know. But the thing is this, Fury doesn't know what he's going to bring That's this true. third time. But just commit. commit Whatever game plan you have, just commit to it. That's it. You know, you, you can't go into the fight standing in front of this guy who's bigger than you. You don't try to hold on. You're not throwing the jab. Just commit to whatever game plan you have and move around. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what the new coach comes up with. You know, for me... It's kind of simple. Not simple, but the game plan should be simple. Stay away from him. Mm-hmm. Use angles as he come forward. Touch him with a jab. Set up the right hand. But you also have to work the body. When he comes in, hold. Don't yep. let him get off. He's going to try to lean on you. Spin him. Let the ref break. Keep the distance. Yeah. Like, now can you execute that? That's a different story. All right. Now, so the, now the man out, I'll say because he doesn't have a fight, mm-hmm. is Anthony Joshua. So we know that he has... Four, there's, I think there's five belts in the heavyweight division because mm-hmm. he has four of them. And then I think Tyson Fury has the one. So his mandatory, I believe, is Alexander Yushik. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're saying that he has 48 hours to basically get that deal done. I'm not saying that's the fight that I want to see, mm-hmm. but that's the fight that's supposed to be next for him. Who would you want to see and what do you think about that fight? Nah. Since Tyson and Wallace are going to have their trilogy, I want to see AJ fight Andy Ruiz in his trilogy. You know? I didn't um, even see I, I, I didn't even see you coming. Why not? Why not? 
You know, let those trilogies go off and then the winner. But if you're saying Usyk is the mandatory and he is, it's not like he's a bad fighter, you know, so is that's what it's going to be. But technically or personally, I would want to see another Ruiz fight. Yeah, I, I, I think that fight will answer a lot of the questions that we have for Ruiz as well. Yeah, because on this past fight that he had, he, you know, he did what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, at moments it was a tough fight. Do I think he should have got Chris Ariola out of there? I do. But also, Chris Ariola, Chris Ariola came in the best shape of his life, so... Facts, and then also Ruiz is with a new coach. Like, there's different factors, man. Like, he's been fighting his whole life a, a, a specific way. Yeah. Now you're working with the best team. Right, because he was trying to put some... He was trying to sprinkle some Canelo. Exactly. Yeah. But he when Andy looked good in that fight, he looked, he looked phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? For sure. All right, so moving on to um, one of the young bucks, a gentleman fighting this weekend. Devin Haney is fighting George Linares, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually a... a I'm going to say a big step up from the opponents big that, he's, step up. that he's fought um, uh, prior to fighting Linares. We already know what kind of fighter Linares is. He dropped Lomachenko, obviously, when they fought. It was mm-hmm. competitive. Um, what do you think about this matchup, and what do you think about it for the, the young fighter, Devin Haney? I'm in agreement with you that this is a step up. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest Gamboa fight, but I can't act like Gamboa isn't a good fighter. With this fight, this upcoming Saturday, I need to see some growth and separation, right? So you have all these young fighters kind of in the same melting pot, right? And if you always, whenever you go down the list, in terms of my eyes, I always have Devin Haney at the bottom of that list. So this fight, I need to see a convincing fashion. If you do get him hurt, get him up out of here. So we're going to go over the, some of those young fighters, but I think this for this Devin Haney fight, I want to see him be able to settle down and hurt his opponent. Mm-hmm. I want to see if he can actually put... Because he has all the skills, right? Offensively, defensively. Mm-hmm. But can he hurt a battle-tested championship-level fighter and try to get him out of there? I don't think he has the punching power to compete with some of those guys right now. I just think he's a, he, has a, he has the smallest frame mm-hmm. out of the three, guys that, the three other guys that we'll mention here. Um, so for me, I'm looking to see if he can actually... Um, settle down on his punches and hurt his opponent, George Lares, with, you know, one-two punch combinations, single shots, because that's going to get the kind of respect that you need to get off those combinations that he's so good at getting off. Yeah, and I, I, I think it'll be there for him throughout the whole fight. Again, I don't think, like, if he was to lose this fight, I'll be shocked. Right, but I just want to see the yeah, convincing like, fashion yeah. that you win the fight. Yeah. You know, because everyone else is doing it right now. If we're putting him in the same sentence as Teofima, uh, as you know, Javante Davis, even Ryan Garcia to some extent. Now nah, this is the fight where you so have those a would be the opponent. four, right? We're, we're agreeing that the, those would be the four young kings or stars of boxing, right? Yes. So Ryan Garcia, mm-hmm. Teofima Lopez, of course. Tank, Tank, and then Devin, Devin Haney. Haney. Right, right. Now, if you had, if you had to order them, but you said Haney's your last, mm-hmm. who's one? Oh, come on, Teofimo. Facts. Okay. Yeah, that's one, and the next guy is like notches below him. To me, number tank. two, I'll be Tank. Right. You know, and this is kind of the toss-up, but I, I would give Ryan Garcia, based off his last W, with a um, big, uh, yeah. better opponent. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I, I wouldn't say Ryan Garcia is that much better than Devin Haney, in, in my opinion. But that's why I, th- I feel, again, this fight, he should separate himself from a few of these fighters. 
like win it in convincing fashion. Yeah, he to me he has to put those other guys on notice in the division. Mm-hmm. Meaning he has to look spectacular enough to where I'm saying, yo, he actually might can beat a Fimo. He can beat. Yeah. Tank. Do I think he could probably beat Ryan right now? I think so. I think so. Yeah. With those other two guys? No. I don't see it. Not right now, at least. And to me, that's because of the lack of power. Exactly. You can't go in. But if you look at the, if you look, you know, look, if you look at all those three frames, mm-hmm. and they're all around the same division, like Devin Haynes is the smallest guy. Facts. So that's why I said I want to see if we can settle down and really focus on getting some. And like I said, it don't have to be a one hitter quitter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But enough respect out of a right hand, a left hook, a left hook right hand, or a body shot. That I can see now that George is not respecting your power. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because that's a different. Once the guy starts respecting your power, it's a different fight. And one thing I did I did notice about Devin Haney is um, when he's in his sparring session, he is very ruthless, man. Yeah. I kind of want to see him be that same aggressiveness in the ring. Obviously, it's different, right? You're you're not fighting someone in your camp, you know, and they're going in there trying to make a living as well. But bring that same swagger and confidence on game day like you do in all these uh, sparring sessions because he looks phenomenal. Well, I will say this going to the sparring session. So they have what they call doghouse rules, mm-hmm. right? Especially at the um, the Mayweather gym. So the word on the street is, is that Tank was there. Mm-hmm. Devin Haney pulled up. They had a little side bet. And the rule goes like this. The, the, bell, the, the, the clock goes until the first person taps out. Mm-hmm. And the word on the street is, is Tank was the first person in that particular sparring match to tap out and suppose that they got a bag out of it. Now, that's just the word on the street. You know what I'm saying? I don't need nobody coming I'll, at me. I'll take, I'll take that with a grain of salt because one of Devin's best characteristics, like Floyd, he's in shape year-round. Yeah. Tank is in shape two months before a fight. Exactly. You know, exactly. so exactly. you can catch him on a bad yeah. day and put it on him, yeah. but how would you fare when... When he's he's been training for yeah, eight yeah, weeks. Yeah, you yeah. feel me? So I yeah. would I would put more cadence to that if it was someone like Shakur Stevenson. Oh shit, we bugging. Yo, <laughs> we didn't say Shakur. Yo, Shakur, my bad. Yo, how the fuck we message Shakur? You know what? Like, I, it's not that Shakur is not on that. Is not one of those. It's not that he can't be put in one of those. Mm-hmm. I just think where these guys are in their career, they're further ahead. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. like. But he's in there though. But talent wise, yeah. But who's yeah. the last guy Shakur fought? That's true. Yeah, no, right? that's facts. And then that's who's right. he talking about fighting next? Um, homie that just had that knockout on ESPN. Like, yeah, that's the ago. point, homie. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, know. that's the point. <laughs> no, he's like, like Vidal, Vidal, or some. I don't know. They <laughs> fought on but, Adrian Bro tonight. I don't know. All that's right. the point. Like, <laughs> yo, we know Lenar. We know who Lenar is. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. These other cats, we know who they talking about fighting, and they already got fights lined up. Yeah. So it's not that Shakur is not. Like, if he has two or three fights that are, you know, that jump off the, the wall to us, then, yeah, he can be right in that mix. Or, you know what? Like, yeah, you could probably slide out Haney, Haney and put him in there, you know? But I think nah, it's just, five. I, for some reason, we said four, but I was thinking five, but I didn't remember him until we said Yeah, we think about that Mount Rushmore four or whatever. But, but, but going back to that point, if it was a gym session with Shakur Stevenson and he whipped his ass like that, then I'd be like, okay, so... I don't know about that whole tank and. Well, they got they got um they got uh Devin Haney and Shakur Stevenson sparring match on oh, really? YouTube you can catch. Oh okay. It's, yeah, it's pretty even. Yeah okay. It's pretty even. Okay. You know, it's pretty even. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we have to we have to make that five because we yeah. can't forget our boy Shakur or whatnot. All right, so that's episode twenty one. Gene, let them know where they can catch us. Yo, you can find us on YouTube where we have the short series clips and we'll have the full episodes. 
and we're on every streaming platform, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple, SoundCloud. You know, just rate us, like it, review, share it. Let subscribe. Friends, subscribe. Let us know. Let us know what you like and what you hate. Peace.